Hey, 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 YouTubers and friends, welcome to another Tuesday Night Hangout Live with Toledo Jess, Dano, Rose of the Treasure Vixens, and I. Tonight we have two detectorists with us. I think we may have infected them with gold fever a little at Flash Bash, but we have Nick from Take It On. And we have Shane from Ohio River History. Uh, two good channels. Links down in the description. And I'm sure Mr. Lodak will pop their links out there. Head over there. If you're not yet subscribed, please show them some Flash Fam love. Without any further ado, let's get into the show. I'm anxious. What about you? Hey, YouTubers and friends. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Tuesday Night Hangout Live with Toledo Jess, Dano, the Treasure Vixens, and I. I guess I go that way. I only, I only have to go across it for a little bit. <laughs> Getting us, we're live. Well, of course, that does it to us all the time, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, I'm, I'm right, I'm prepared now. I keep one of these days we're going to be talking dirty and he's going to turn it on. It's going to get real bad. <laughs> uh, I'm sure it's nothing no one out there has heard before, unless, unless, unless. my boss's kid, my boss's kid might be out there. Or Journey might be out there, my foreman's kid. My number one fan, Journey. Are you there, Journey? Um, it's hard telling. It's hard telling. How are all of you? Fantastic, good. yeah. Doing good. Excellent, excellent. Uh, I, I, I was under the weather this weekend and I missed your live stream, Rose. Sorry, your birthday live stream. <laughs> but from what I'm seeing in the live chat, it, it was quite the hoot. Yeah, the hoot nanny. Uh, <laughs> quite the hoot nanny. Huh? We did a, we did a, a little magnet, a little magnet giveaway, and and uh, Angel and I decided to have a few little, few, few, a, just a few drinks. Just yeah. a few. <laughs> just a few drinks. Uh-huh. <laughs> Come again? Just a few on air. Yeah, just a few on air. And and, and then we pre-gamed, of course. So we joined on with the buzz. That was the mistake, because we should have waited until wait the show started. <laughs> we we have all the greatest people in here tonight. <laughs> Willie and JP and Dennis Hendrick. Dan, how are you doing? Mark Miller. Mark won the magnet, right? Yes, he did. Congratulations, <laughs> Mark. Mary, good to see you. Mr. Lodak, as always, the world's greatest moderator. Amethyst, good to see you here. Hot Rocks, welcome. JP Lonzamore, what's up? Peter. Peter, what's going on? 
dude audra good to see you you hit luke duke up i think he's in here already yeah, luke we got a howdy from luke duke i'm in alabama i think we just signed uh uh hey. with Deej. Yeah, and that was quite a good show, Deej, Jeremy. Great show. Um, I'm really enjoying Deej's live streams. And yes, Audra, we miss the Jersey's History Hunters live stream. Uh, yeah. That used to be right ahead of ours. Um, Phil, good to see you, Ohio Relic Hunter. Iron Antler Adventures. Our Australian friends are in the house. How you doing, Terry Marshall? It's good to see you, mate. Hey, we dig it. How are you tonight? Old dog. Hi, James. Thanks for making it to the second live this week. <laughs> Benzo. Thanks, man. I got the tooth fixed. I know the perfect sucker for these. Or at hey, least bro. one of them. Thanks, bro. T.A. Archuleta, how are you tonight? Uh, the Michigan Magnet Man. I, I would it. like to get up there and to one of his functions. I hear that sure. one he did on the river that Deej went to was really cool. Yeah, the Rouge River cleanup. It was. Uh, they had a really good time up there for that. I. I believe Scuba Sonia was there too, and uh, Tripwire was with these, all kinds of people. Cheryl, good to see you. Cheryl, my friend. Terry Curry, good to see you, man. They were talking about buzz bombs a minute ago in chat there. Oh, uh, I don't expect to hear that ever again. <laughs> Kay's digging it. Gary, yes, good to see you. Iron Antler. Moto Mining. There's someone, uh, next time I'm on Vancouver Island, I'm hitting up that guy. Uh, I, next time, Michigan Magnet Man, definitely like to talk with you guys. Check it out. Moto buzz bombs like the fishing lure. No drinks, man. Alcohol, brother. Uh, finding Alabama, Jeremy, he does gold prospecting, also, guys. Yeah, yeah, he goes to the Alabama gold camp. I learned today, tonight. Hey, Nightbot, how are you tonight? <laughs> What's the door the Nightbot, you know? Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I, we could stop him or not, but. Hey, Benzo. <coughs> VA Bigfoot, what's up? Hi, Deej, VH Bigfoot. All right, all right, all right. What did you win over there, Ed? Huh? Didn't you win some over at Deej's channel? Earlier? Yeah, I did. I, I won a Fisher goodie bag. Cool. Yeah, because in a way, it's good. It's really good, too, because when I'm swinging my gold bug, you know, I usually have a Garrett bag on. <laughs> so, but hey, 
you know. Curious sable Sableye bag. Oh, no, I'm corrected. It's uh, Technica, uh, Technics goodie bag, finds bag, not a Fisher. It was a Fisher shirt I could have won or a Fisher, uh, what was it, a Tata's Cancer Awareness hat or Cancer Awareness hat, uh, which that Deej got from Gypsy. But so I, I took the goodie bags. Um, Daddy and daughter plus water, welcome y'all. You betcha. This is a gift I got Terry from the Vixens for Christmas. And it's true. <laughs> Running on coffee. It was perfect for Ed. Huh? It said it was perfect for Ed. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Love it. I use it all the time, Rose. Hey, GoPro so, Unlimited. So the, the three of us are finally going to get out this weekend. Yeah, for <laughs> Toledo Jess's birthday. He's going to be astonishing as old as the ark. Off to the JJ land for the weekend. Hopefully we find some nuggets and some Earth's Bay Bay Jade. Is that the, the, you guys going to be just looking for gold the whole time? You got any? Yeah, dredging, hopefully. I, I need more rocks. I found out when I started tumbling rocks, I don't have enough rocks. I need more rocks. You have a tumbler now, Dano? Yeah, it's been running since Saturday. Oh, cool. Yeah, you got it. I think you talked about it a couple of weeks ago, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, I went to Freight and bought one of their gems. That's right. Hey, you know, you keep that warranty on it, and I guarantee you, if you just keep running it nonstop, it'll it'll crap out before that warranty's up, and then you can just change it in for a new one, <laughs> and then just keep it going. And it does all right. It really does a good job. So I was looking. They got those upload boom like tumbler things too. I was looking at those. Those I wonder how those are. Tumblers, yeah. I don't. Those I don't vibrating think ones. Yeah. I want to I want to hone in my tumbling skills before I try to learn anything else. And that seems a little complicated. Not too bad, but I want to stick with learning what I'm working on right now. I'm save just learning that learning curve thing yeah. with it. Save <laughs> save your black sands then, Rose. They work really good for a polish. For a grit. We need to save a chew to see if we can pan them out as well. You guys keep telling us that and then I'm not saving them. You just need to do it. Uh, we do have some birthdays in the community today. Uh, Wes from Hip B Prospecting Channel. He was our guest. Oh, what was that? Last week? Two weeks ago? A week before that. It was a week before that. Yeah. That's right. Last week was Open Line Tuesday. So happy birthday, Wes. And the creator, Mr. Tim Grimes, uh, our friend over at Prospectors Radio uh, and Gold Prospector Space. He's just asking me about the shirts for Flash Bash. Uh, what do you mean a kit? They are, they're, uh, they're transfers. I ordered the transfers for it. 
the uh, plant pressure is just so high. Is it a kit? No, you 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 got to order the uh, you have to order the transfers uh, for that type for those shirts. Um, then you just you 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 have to have a heat press and you press them on, uh, which is different than what I what I like doing, which is sublimation, which is other stuff I do. My art, my artsy fartsy shirts. <laughs> <laughs> I've got, I've got, I got a cool one coming up. Hey, John Wolf, how are you, buddy? Up, guys. <coughs> Pardon me. But if you're looking uh, to do something, D, just PM me and we'll we'll talk. Quite talented in being able to bring to life some of the things he wants. I'll vouch for that. Oh, that he is. Who's that? You. Oh. See now, like the gold porn, the gold porn shirt. Yeah. That wasn't me. That that was Mark. Mark yeah. came up. You're you're able to. We're we're able to come to you and say we have an idea. This is what we're looking for. Can you make it happen? And you make it happen. Oh yeah, well I did do that, didn't I? But it wasn't my idea. But if you give me an idea, I'll run with it. Yeah. <laughs> I I sit here sometimes. Trying, okay, I I need to think of something to make, right? Mm -hmm. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> the artist block. I'll play some poker instead. Yeah. You know. But but if somebody mentions, sometimes even just a, a phrase will do it for me, though. You know. So that's kind of cool. But yeah, I'm I'm working on a new I'm working on what they call peekaboo t-shirts. Kind of uh, cool. My uh my husband one that has one that says ask me about my cow. Ah. Yep. <laughs> I like those. That's a cool idea. That's a cool idea. But yeah, but and I'm 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 uh I'm game to any any ideas. Anybody needs a, a shirt done, I can so let me whip it out for you. <laughs> yeah, she did squirrels. I um, really enjoyed it. That's cool, Deej. Like I said. But it depends on each shirt, you know, different types of shirt I can do different things on. You can do coffee mugs too. And coffee mugs. Oh, I'm getting ready to do a pan, sublimate a pan. Really? Yeah, a big, a big pan, a big one, a big metal one. Oh man, I say you don't think it'll melt that plastic pan? Yeah, we'll melt the plastic one. I was gonna say that stuff gets pretty hot, man. Yeah, because it took about 400 degrees. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I probably melted. No, on, on some steel pans. I got, I got, a, I brought back a couple of steel pans when I was in Montana. I came back, so I got to figure something to do with them. That'll be fun. That's awful chatty tonight. Yeah, yeah, I even changed it. <laughs> oh, yeah, I was getting ready to. I, I made it for. 
just moderator to do, but I think I'll delete that one. I I wanted some other stuff, but I'm learning. I'm learning, so Yeah, he's been too helpful. I gotta make that cool down a lot more than 30 seconds, let me tell you. <laughs> There's a new name, Outdoor Wally. So he said, hey, Flash. Uh, they've been around. They've been around. Chat. Well, hello, Outdoor Wally. You know you've been here before, according to Ed. I've never seen you. Welcome, anyways. North Cal Detecting. What's up? Pretty sure I said hello to GPU earlier. There's Rose Briggs. <laughs> I wonder who that could be. Ooh. Hey, Crispy. What's up, Tuesday night hangout lives? What's up with Nick and Shane? Okay, let me see who. Okay, guys, help me out. Who okay. do you want us to torture first? <laughs> Shane or Nick? They're both pointing at each other. Vote now. <laughs> Vote now in the live chat. Oh, that's great. <laughs> Let's let <laughs> Shane's probably better at talking than I am, so. Dean says Shane. JP says Shane. 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 Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm ready for it. Get Take my beat down. All right, we should do Nick. <laughs> All right, so Nick first, Shane last. <laughs> well, you know what? You're probably better off beating on Nick first because he's got kids that could become needy, so it might be yeah. a good good thing to do. Yeah. He was being photobombed earlier. And, and, uh, <laughs> Nick in the room. Shade. <laughs> yeah, his kid was in there in pre-show photobombing. Can I go? Well, actually, we should just bring them both on and let them... Well, I can't pin both of them. Oh, okay. Because they're not together. I can pin one yeah. or the other. Yeah, we work together every day. We don't need to be in the same house every evening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, please no. <laughs> Let's do Nick then. Okay, well, by request of Shade, Nick, our yeah. man. Now, <laughs> here we go. Bam. Uh, nothing to worry about, brother. Nothing to worry about. We're all family here. That's right. All part of the hand, man. We're, yeah, and, and we're contrarians also, so. So, I I want to know how much have you want used the gold claws that you want to have flashbacks yet? Man, first off, I gotta I gotta thank anybody who I talked to before that because I have zero luck. And I said, if the odds of me winning in the beginning, what would you guys pick? I said, I'm I'm green on all of this stuff, and uh, most people were like, man, that's a good set, especially if you're starting out. So yeah, thanks to whoever recommended that. Right there. Oh yeah, it's it's an awesome set, you know. Um, I got a couple little bags uh, at Flash Bash from people, and I we pan through those. I got the kids in the kitchen, and we pan through those. Had a great time. 
and I've tried a couple creeks up around this area. I just don't think I've gotten quite deep enough, but I've used them probably three or four times. Oh, cool. Really cool. enjoy them. Thank you. That's, uh, yeah, you, you'll love them. You'll love them even more, especially when you start finding gold. Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah. You know, when you start finding gold with them, then you and those yeah. were clear if i remember right and that's my favorite the clear i believe it's jesse's too you got the clear ones yep were i got oh, those are great those are great i like the clear ones i have, they I have, have, have somewhere <laughs> yeah i got so the my, set. yeah i've got other colors too but the, the set that i use is they're all clear yeah you know so yeah definitely oh yeah, i really have to good. say hi to my favorite fan hi journey how are you were your ears burning honey i was just talking about you at the beginning of the show hey hello journey look who else is in here jeff what's jeff up? smith's gold lbpa for life brother you bet. LBPA. Now. And, and two toes if you're in here, you know. Hope you're up. enjoying your dinner. <laughs> now, how how long have you been metal detecting, Nick? Uh, when I was a kid, I got like a really low name brand one. Uh, I think a lot of people do that. And it just kind of started back up with my wife's uncle. Uh, he started losing vision in his eyes, was getting ready to lose his license and stuff because he couldn't see, but it was a, a big time hobby of his. So he actually bought me a Technetics Eurotech Pro in 2013, 2014. And I started driving him to places that he had all these permissions to. So it kind of opened me back up into it as an adult <clears throat> to where I could, I could appreciate it more. And hey, you know, I'm looking for silver. Look at these old coins. So I'd say 2013, 2014, I got back into it heavy again. And it's, it's, it's been downhill since. Right. <laughs> when, did, uh, when did you incorporate it into YouTube? Um, I started, I, I had my YouTube channel in like 2012 and I didn't really start putting things on until a couple years ago. Shane and I had talked about it. I went and got a, a GoPro and actually my wife got it for me for for Christmas. So thanks, Brittany. Um, but I've been saying, hey, I want to do something, anything. I just want to start putting videos on YouTube. And Shane said he was doing the exact same thing. So he actually borrowed my GoPro and started doing metal detecting first. And he's like, I'm buying one myself. We need to start doing this. And it kind of became a race to see you could get to a thousand first. Um, with all his live streams and as much content as he puts out and, and really good content. Uh, he's really entwined with the whole community, uh, more so than me. I don't have quite as much time, but he's he's blown past me in that. I want to congratulate him on that. But uh, about two or three years ago is when I really opened back up into YouTube. Well, you know, that, uh, YouTube is just like gold mining, too. You're going to get out of it what you put into it. Absolutely. Know? If you put a lot of work into it, you're going to get a lot of gold. If you put a lot of YouTube videos together, you're going to get a lot of followers. So, yeah, yep. you got to put the work in. Yeah, I'm good. I think I got 200. 
<laughs> but I'm good. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm happy. I do the live stream on Thursdays with Shane. And uh, I get I still get to, to talk to people, try as much as I can in the chat and stuff. Sure. Uh, so we go up to Flash Bash. Shane, Shane drags me everywhere he goes, and I'm okay with it. You know, get to meet people and stuff. That's that's most of the fun I have is meeting people. Well, I was glad he dragged you to Flash Bash. It was great meeting you, Nick. Yeah, yeah, it was a great time. Had so much fun. I I learned a lot. And uh, thanks for the hobby. About prospecting or 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 about us? About not yep. filming when you should be filming. Not right. filming. <laughs> yeah, I do that a lot. Did Maybe I should any, film this today. Video while you were at uh, Flash Bash. What's that? Did you, did you do any video at Flash Bash? I did. I I have like four or five folders in my computer that still need edited into <laughs> videos, and that one of Ed's is right there in the front. I've done a little editing on it, but most of it's just the camera face down in the water while we're running the dredge. So <laughs> I don't right. want to put 10 minutes of that on there. Right, right. We'll find some stuff to put in there. It'll be the latest, the last Flash Bash 2021 video that anybody puts on YouTube. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't take no video whatsoever of Flash Bash. Oh, I, I yeah, brought my great. cameras and stuff, and I should have never even brought them. Right. They never left my camper. Flash Bash <laughs> is not any certain place outdoor, Wally. It's just where we have it, where we can work out having it at. Right. Yeah. It's been at three different locations, three different years. So. Yep. Yep. It's worked out well so far. So yeah. far, all in Ohio, logistics is a big reason why it's in our home state. It's, we do it here because we know here. The you rest know. of the weekend, Willie, it was beautiful. Until, oh, yeah. until I hooked up my trailer to go home. <laughs> uh, the river went down, cleaned up. Everybody had a good time found some gold, met new friends. It's just a bummer you weren't feeling good. Spider Ace, great to see you. Welcome back. Scuba Sonia, mwah. It's good to see you. Harry Monarch, how are you tonight? Richard, Mel, good to see you. Maybe he's off his ridiculous schedule. I I thought he was on a crazy work schedule for a little while. Really? Uh, Metal detecting two oh seven. Hello. So so Nick, where uh, where where are you seeing yourself going with this with YouTube? Is that something that you want to build up even more? Or are you more more concerned about your metal detecting? when i go metal detecting i've got the mindset like this is this is what i'm doing so it i don't want it to become a chore to record for youtube i i actually have two different cameras i take i've got a really nice quality camera and i've got a, a gopro i i do other things um besides metal detecting that's why you don't have like detecting in my channel name so it's i i get those blocks like 
we were talking about earlier. Uh, you just don't know what you want to record. You kind of have to balance. Okay, I'm working on a 1965 Chevy Corvair. I would love to record every step of what I'm doing with that. And it's it's kind of like a light restoration. But yeah. in my head, I'm like, I need to concentrate on this car. I don't need to move the camera, set up the camera, sand this spot, stop the camera, move the camera, unload my SD card. So it's there's a balance that you have to find and you have to be happy with that. And a lot of times I just get the mindset, I, I just got to get this done. And I kind of put the camera to the side or don't even bring it out. And I'd, I'd really like to start making myself bring that camera out. So that's, I, I'd like to see the channel grow. But as you said a few minutes ago, if I don't put the work in, it's not going to happen. So that's, I'd, I'd like to see it grow. And like you're just not talking about too, it, it's, it, it takes a lot. You got to put a lot into it to make it grow. Absolutely. Uh, and, and yes, Shane's agreeing with it because he's, he knows the work that he's putting into it to get his videos out to make his channel grow. And there's nothing wrong with not growing your channel if that's not what you want to do. You know, like right. my channel for a few years, about five years, I think I'm just over 200. But I don't, you know, I don't, I'm, my whole thing is not about my YouTube channel. I do use it. I do put some stuff out, but eh, only when I, I get, you know, I get in the mood to go, I need to put a video out on this, you know, right. and then I'll, I'll do that, you know. Yeah. But if I'm out like this weekend, I'm not even thinking about videoing, you know. Right. <laughs> not even thinking about that. I, I might have to. It's been a long time since I put anything edited out. And what I have been editing has been in editing so long as cobwebs. So. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, My he's biggest problem with all of He still has to get developed. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, so you know, uh, so you're more into your melody detecting, and that's awesome because melody detecting is awesome. So what are you? Uh, what are you mostly into? Are you a? Are you a relic recoverist? Are you a coin shooter, or are you just out looking to have fun and finding whatever you can find? A history hunter. Uh, definitely like the history, doing the research. Shane and I do a lot of that together. Hey, look at this house. Hey, when you get a minute, look at this house. So definitely, definitely the history for sure. Um, personally, I get more excited about coins. I was more excited about a silver quarter than I was the gold ring I found. Now, I know that sounds crazy to a lot of people, but it's it's a gold ring. Like, I don't know. It's In this area, it's really hard to find anything really so uh i i get real excited over coins if yeah, we're in farm fields i i open the metal detector up and i'll dig anything iron yeah, or whatever just just to find the age yeah i forgot one of the main treasures it's nails <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nail finder <laughs> right. yeah <laughs> now you can try and keep all that discriminated out when i'm in yards and stuff because 
everybody builds on those houses. I mean, it could have had 10 roofs on it in the time that that house has been there. You know, you're going to find nails. The worst ones to find are those aluminum nails because they sound so good. They sound <laughs> so good. Well, roofing nails? Yeah, it's a real small aluminum siding nails. Oh, the fishing nails and yeah. the yeah, trim they sound nails. Awesome. They sound like silver quarters all day long. It's gotta be silver bad. Uh, another nail. When you find yeah. your uh, when you find your coins, do you clean them? Do you rub them down or do you just soak them in a little bit of water and not rub them? So this is a controversial subject in the metal <laughs> detecting community. I think it's just about uh, T-coin community, any one of them. Yeah. So I, I get some flack sometimes because a regular penny, something like that, it, it goes right to your pants leg. You rub that off. Um, the ones I don't do that to, though, is the Indian head pennies because they're, they're so old and the patina is beautiful on them. I like to keep that green on them. The first one I ever found, I was just so excited. I wanted a date off of it and I cleaned all the patina off of it. It's still cool, but um, silver, I, I will lightly brush it. Um, and then all my just regular clad change, um, I pretty much just soak them for a little bit, try and get a little bit of cold water on them. I'll put them in a water bottle and shake them up, you know, anything I can. I don't, I don't get too crazy with it because if they pass through the coin star, that's great. But yeah, I try not to rub the silver. I scratched one, didn't know any better, and scratched it right across the face. You got that sand and that grit, and it's just, it's a bad feeling. Yeah. But I don't oh, sell my coins, so they're mine, and it's just how I want to display them. Do I want that one cruddy and crappy? Right. Sure. Do I want that one nice and pretty and shiny? Absolutely. So it's, it's kind of at my own discretion there. What are, uh, what, what's your, uh, what's the best coin you found? Was it that silver quarter? Um, I'd say that might be a matter of opinion too. I, the first quarter I ever found, first silver I ever found was with that Technetics, October 22nd, 2013. <laughs> so, um, it's a standing, standing, no, it's a barber quarter. It's my barber quarter. Oh, nice. And I didn't know what I had. So it's, it's really good shapes, like early 1900s. Um, and then I found a late 1600s, I can't remember the dynasty, but it was a Chinese coin I found here in southeastern Indiana. Wow. And it's, it's incredible. Uh, I really like that coin. As far as value goes, I think the quarter is actually technically worth more, but 1600s, that's, right. I think that's cool. That's so. really yeah. cool. That's really cool. It's really yeah. hard to date those coins too, especially when you don't know Chinese. Kind <laughs> 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 of match symbols. Yeah, how did yeah. you how did you go about that? What did you do to try to figure that out? Reject yeah. so, There's there's characters on these coins. So a Chinese coin is round and it has a square punched hole in it. And these this is a style of coin that they've done for years and I mean centuries really. Yeah. Um, they'll have different characters and i don't know what any of them mean um on mine there are four characters on one side and that's common and then on the back side there's two characters so there's a website where these people have this date to this date was run by this this emperor and these are the coins that he produced so you could get like a bronze yeah, it will be product. some dynasty and the year and yeah so you how don't get big like is a, it? 
Um, I might have it right here. Oh, the treasure it. porn. Yeah, we would love to see it. You, oh, you guys, we well, should have warned you. Know, you know, like, you, you got to remember, too, like a lot of those coins, like especially China, Roman coins, uh, they're, they're, they're dated by the emperors or kings. Uh, so those yep. those changed throughout history <laughs> where our coins were... Yeah, there are presidents and this and that, but they don't change just because we got a new president, you know, or or you, you know, so. Like. So, this is this is a standard silver quarter, uh, same size as your regular flag quarter, right. and then this this is that Chinese coin. Okay, Chinese also have tokens like that too. Right, so oh. they're it's just slightly bigger than a quarter, I mean not by much. You can probably see the outside ring of it, um, but as far as thickness goes, it is it is half the thickness of a quarter. It's it's wafer thin, um, and I, the shape it's not the best shape, but you can probably kind of make out some of those characters on there. And it's it was very difficult to to get a date on that, but still, the history is is what really drew me to that coin. I thought I had just a like a carriage bolt washer or something at first. It's just the size of a washer. It rang up weird and it had a square hole in it. I'm like, freaking washer. And then I wiped it and I was like, that's not a washer. Oh, cool. <laughs> Let's get is some there, detail out on this thing. Is there is there an actual date on it or no. is it? It's not. It's it's like a uh, it was a, a period of time. Right. Yeah, it'll be like a 20-year span or a 50-year span, um, and they don't they don't put dates on them. So your coin could be from 1672 to 1708, you know, and that's when that emperor was was in charge of everything. And when he passed or they moved on to the next mint, they changed the coins. And and they're different makeups too. Um, I think that one's a bronze. You get bronze or copper. Um, I don't know if the value's different. I'm sure it is. And, and you, that was my next question. Do you know what the value of that coin is as far as the, the coin value? What is, is it a quarter, a dime, uh, you know, a uh, dollar? I don't know what they call it. Is it, it could be like a yen or something. Um, I don't, I don't know. I really well, couldn't. I think a yen is their equivalent of a dollar. One yeah. yen, I mean, their, their dollar would be a yen. So, okay. Is that what that was? Probably, and I don't know. I don't know how their monetary scale works. I don't either. Yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, it could be worth fifty cents to you know in coin value. It could be worth fifty cents if I was to try and sell it, or it could be fifty dollars. I don't. I have no clue because, like I said, I'm not. I'm not here to sell them. I just enjoy them. It's, it's, no, it's in my no what I've come to know very well, Nick. Um, and okay. my dad being, he, I would call him like a pro collector, um, mostly tokens though, but it doesn't matter what the book says, it's only worth what someone's willing to pay you. <laughs> yeah, that's absolutely correct. It's absolutely correct. Yeah, and if you're not willing to sell it, then it's priceless. Yeah. That's right too, you know, it, it is priceless to me. It is. 
So I'll I'll keep it in that little box, and when I go, one of my kids is gonna get it. You know. That's so cool. Yeah, that's really cool. Let me say hi to a couple people here. Just come in. Go tonight. Madison, Maine. How are you? Um, did I say hi? Hey, to Richie. Okay. <laughs> well, just a few names there. Just a couple. Uh, Real quick. So is there, is there, you mentioned earlier. Well, Bill, were... Bill has a question. Okay. Uh, you mentioned earlier you swung the Technics. Yeah, yep. but what do you swing now? What everybody swings, man. I give you three guesses. Uh, Knox 800. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't need the other two, did you? <laughs> Well, in the thumbnail, I'm looking at your machine going, man, that looks like Dano's in mine. <laughs> yep, it's a, it's a stock 800, buddy. There ain't nothing special about it except it's an 800. I do have the small coil for it, which if you got an 800 and you don't have that small coil, you should invest in one, especially if you're doing yards, because that thing is, that thing's a killer. Well, before we went to California, Dano and I both got small, the six inch coil or five inch coil for our Noxes. Yep. Uh, that's what led me to those gold nuggets. I'm telling you, man. It's like it's like a little sharpshooter. Nothing to take right on the edge of the coil. Yeah, we've talked to Drew about talking to the people at mine lab because to get it's useless to us because to a degree because we'll shove that want to shove that coil down in a crack and um what's the detector that the sdc 2300 detects on the edge of the coil yeah and ours don't and we'll miss targets because of it. Gold mining, that is. Right. So when you're in the water, do you go into water mode? Like if you're in a creek, uh, you can take it over to... Like, I, I mostly use it in prospecting mode. Oh, you go straight 40 kilohertz. So that's, yeah. Um, or, yeah, so the gold prospecting mode, there's two of them. And basically it changes the tones um so you can you can do all kinds of stuff man this thing's like a little computer it's incredible um and then we run in 40 kilohertz if we're looking for any kind of gold uh, someone we go to their yard and they're like hey i lost a gold ring um that gold's just going to ring so much louder in the 40 kilohertz as opposed to like the multi-frequency right. and then if you're in the prospecting mode it just it just brings it that much more to the surface so find all kinds of other stuff too but that gold just it just rings loud well, out here, I'm not really nugget shooting like I would be if I was on the river with Two Toes and Smith's Gold and Bedrock Bennett and our buddy Top Cat. Yeah. Uh, how are you tonight? LBPA for life. Um, in the room. Here, I look for a lot of man-made heavies, you know, Bob Wire and uh lead and stuff but i still put in that prospecting mode so yeah i'm not sure what dano does i run mine in prospecting mode when i'm in california 
around um, here I run it according to what I got. But I did yeah. learn out in California, you want to ground balance quite often. Yeah. There's a lot of mineralization out there, man. I think it, a pinpointer out there, I tried to use my mind lab pinpointer. Once it starts beeping, it don't quit. You got to shut it off. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't that compute? Well, I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah, and I use uh, the monster. Uh, and, and with that one, it's either, ah, it could be not gold, could be gold. It's got to dig it. <laughs> yep. Is that the Mind Lab Gold Monster? Yeah. Yeah, uh, Heavy Meadow, Colin, he's got one of those. Yeah, that's what I use in California. Got my nuggets. Yep. Uh, Jack from Gold Fever, he uses his Knox for treasure and the monster for gold. You know, for just a couple hundred more dollars, could have got a gold monster. But if I lived where in California or Arizona or something where nugget shooting was more prevalent than here in Ohio, I probably would have went for the extra 200 for the monster. I probably bought an SDC if I went that far. Well, that's over $3,000, buddy. I am not that rich. Well, but if it's where the gold's at, it's worth the purchase. Where we live, it's not worth that. Well, right. true, true. Good point. I, I'm sure Gary has well quadruple, if not quadruple, quadruple, Todd's uh, paid his off. They both paid theirs off several times. And I am, yeah. shoot, I think Bedrock Bennett's machine is even more expensive. Well, so, he's got one now, too. He bought it. He bought an SDC. Let's see. But that guy. Old production, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I, I want to. Uh, Smith's Gold said two toes was in here. Uh, two toes. Gary, uh, I want to know if Bedrock Bennett is beating you in gold count this year. Sorry, I love you, brother, but my money's on Bennett this year. <laughs> I don't know, man. And just that one nugget pretty much has blown everybody out of the water, huh? Jeez, just think if we found stuff like that when we were up there, out there, could have paid for two trips. Yeah. I wouldn't have come back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my, my job would have said, well, Ed should have been back a month ago. I guess he found that nugget. <laughs> yeah, right, so Ben got a boulder. Yeah, he did. Todd got a pretty nice chunk himself. They they both been killing right. it. Yeah, absolutely. They but do. Bennett's they like a nugget cool. hunting machine. Him and him and uh, his cousin. Yep. Oli. 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 Man, they know their machines. Mine Lab. Mine Lab. I tell you, Mine Lab. Look at these boys on the West Coast. They're killing it with your machines. So. Yeah, I'm a mine lab guy. 
Hey, Marlon. Better late than never, my friend. Good to see you. So there, earlier you, I asked you about what, what you really like to do, and that was, and you said, uh, uh, history, Connor, right? Is that, is that uh, something that you just got into since you've been melee teching, or have you always been like a history buff? I love I love learning anything. Period. So, um, if something's gonna kind of twist my arm or pique my interest in one direction more than the other, and I can learn more, I'm definitely gonna go that direction. I'm a hobbyist. Like, <laughs> that's just it. It's it's a dangerous thing to be is to be a guy with a bunch of hobbies, and that's me. I I will do anything that's fun, and if I dip my toes in the water and the water's warm, I'm getting in all the way, dude every time so <laughs> fishing regular fishing metal detecting working on cars mechanic or body work i mean the list goes on and on and on and on and on so definitely definitely was into history um i i got good great grades in history in school um any history world history u.s history um i'm not so keen on the civil wars like names and in places of the wars and stuff like that but uh if if I'm in the area, I'm definitely going to learn about it. Right. Do you so. have any bucket list de destinations for some history hunting? Like any, any plans in the near future to go somewhere? I would love to go to the East Coast. I mean, I think anybody that has a detector would would love to go to Europe. Um, that's definitely like goes without saying. But definitely East Coast, maybe uh, Pennsylvania. Uh, Delaware kind of area. They find a lot of those big farm field coppers, uh, fur trade silvers, anything old that came from like colonial days or that actually came from Europe when the original settlers were coming over here. So I, I would love to find something like that. Uh, and I'm probably not going to find something here like that. Uh, of course, I say that and I've got a coin from the 1600s in somebody's front yard, two blocks down from my house. Nice. So, you know, it's, yeah. I, I think your chances are better on the East Coast. And just to go and spend like four days hitting old farm fields or something, that's you, definitely uh, on my list. Have you watched any of uh, Green Mountain detecting videos? I do sometimes. Yeah. He finds some good stuff up there. That's about as East Coast as you can get. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know? So, yeah. Well, I, Steph also, she finds, she's from new england she finds some right. really neat stuff too yeah oh what's her last name steph starts with a t oh shoot i'm having a major blonde moment on the last name right now she was a great guest on our show though steph you say steph Did you... yeah i don't remember her last name We got a bunch of friends. I, I mean, YouTube friends, people that I haven't got to quite meet yet. I definitely feel like I have. Tanner Ray, Steph Tanner Ray. Tanner Ray. Yeah. Kind of like Tangeray. Yeah, I see it right there. Brooklyn Treasure Hunter said it. Yeah. So did Ohio Relic Hunter. How, how you're saying? Um, you know, it's you feel like you've already met them. It's strange how that happens on YouTube, isn't it? Yeah, you can, it is. You can do a meetup and just be like, oh, I, I already know you. Like, I already I already know who you are. It's yeah. so weird. 
Yeah, it is very strange. But uh, I mean, just like this, we're talking face to face, you know, I mean, essentially, we're talking face to face. Uh, we've met before, but, you know, it's, I'd like to go up there and meet some of those guys. Pretty much. <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure our trails will cross again, Nick. Absolutely. For sure. If I'm down by the double D again and stuff, guys, I'm going to say, hey, let's do some detecting, prospecting, or magnet throwing, one or the other. Rosa's really pissed at me. I have a brand new magnet that I've had for months and I still haven't got her wet yet. I think it's so funny how he says I'm the one who's mad at him when really he's the one who's mad at him. Yes, I am. I, you're just a good scapegoat, sis. So. But I can, I can pretend to be mad. I can keep it up. We can keep doing it. <laughs> Oops. And so, uh, anyone have any any yeah. uh, questions for Nick before we turn the Going tables? <laughs> Going twice. Well, I love how we always get silent when we're waiting for the chat to answer. <laughs> I mean, it happens. I mean, it, even on the any any live, when you're like you ask a question and everybody looks. Everybody does it. <laughs> yeah, it's, does. it's you funny. Watch, you watch any live channel and pay answer questions, everybody will stop and wait for an answer. We're looking. We're looking. Yeah. So we're gonna let's go ahead and bring Shane up now, and if we have questions for Nick. We'll bring him back, and we'll ask him anyways. Yeah, yeah. Just because he's not up front doesn't mean we can't talk to him. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Aha. Uh -huh. The man of Thirsty Thursdays in Ohio River history. How are you doing, Shane? Oh, fantastic, Ed. We was uh, tickled to death when you invited us on. The thing of it was that you know, you, you let us know a little bit more than a month out, and it was like a kid waiting on Christmas, kind of, in a way. You know, we just wanted to come hang out. Excellent. Yeah, I, I booked pretty far out. Sorry, my bad, but it helps me. <laughs> no, it, it does help because I've, I've had cancellations and after cancellations, and I've had to regroup at the last minute. So I'm not going to begrudge you for booking a month and a half and a half ahead. Yeah. Dude, sometimes three months ahead, dude. <laughs> sometimes, you know, that's the way he's got them booked as far as he can get them. Yeah. yeah, yeah speak, speaking of, I need to get some more booked up. I'm about a month and a half out right now. I'm, I like a three month cushion. <laughs> yeah, right. I was going to say, Ed, Ed's a Boy Scout, he likes to be prepared. You know, if you book three months ahead, you got some time to be lazy, you know? Oh, yeah, pretty much. And if something does happen, I I usually have a contingency uh, person I could call at the last moment. Or we make it an open line Tuesday. And right. I think we had two this week, this month, right? Uh, yeah. Well, Three. last month. Yeah. 
or last month. Two, anyways. Two, which it worked and out. Shane, they want to know: Did you find your wallet? Yes. <laughs> so how that turned out is there was I can't remember the name of the town now. It's it, it was kind of a, a a drag the whole time because I had to go to work and then I turned around and came back on Sunday. Uh, which was great to come back and say goodbye to everybody, but I was in shambles. Uh, I must have dropped it on the road uh, somewhere along the line because a truck driver picked it up early Sunday morning at a truck stop uh, right by Cincinnati somewhere, actually opened it up and saw where I lived and was going to Louisville, Kentucky and stopped by the Campbellsburg, Kentucky State Police Station and dropped it off there. I got a phone call probably at 2.30 in the afternoon, right as about the time I was almost back. So... That was fan. I was so happy to get it back because there was a card in there about my adoption when I was a kid that I can't afford to lose. And uh, now it's in my safe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know you were, you were freaking out for sure. Oh, I was losing it. Oh, yeah. Was, uh, was the wallet undisturbed? Uh, six, 60 some bucks. Yeah. Everything else was there. Somebody, it was the truck driver said, told the lady at the, uh, at the, the, the uh, dispatcher or whoever was at the state police post that he seen it just laying on top of the trash can in the truck stop flipped open the cash was out of it everything else was there nothing was missing and you know what that's a win because uh, yeah. you know they I could have you know I had all my credit cards put on hold until I decided whether or not I was canceling them and to find to get all that back was the biggest weight lifted the only thing that was bad about the whole day is that I left work and I dumped the whole day on Nick which was a busy day at work and I left him pretty much by himself <laughs> good on you nick good for covering yeah things happen man uh, i i know when i misplace my wallet i don't think about the money i i think about social security cards and license and credit cards and stuff yeah. like that and it's like man it becomes yeah. a hassle Definitely. Yeah, I don't carry near as much in it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, especially things you don't want to lose. Definitely. You don't think it's uh, like now I'm just kind of like checking through my head what you know what would be terrible if I lost them. There, I do I do keep important stuff in my wallet. Maybe I should clean around. I mean, things like your credit cards, your identification, and stuff like that. It, it's replaceable, but it's a hassle. But things like, you know, like your adoption card or, or, or special mementos that, you know, are irreplaceable. Yeah, wallets are not a good place to carry that stuff. <laughs> yeah. Lesson learned, bro. No doubt. Lesson learned. Yeah, I learned that lesson. But I think I got a, 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 my cards, my ID, and flash, uh, flash in your pants uh, business cards. Right. That's about it. Right. <laughs> you know? So, yeah. Uh, so, Shane, tell us about uh, your channel. Tell us about what you're about. And, and when you, well, let's start with when you got started. When you got started and what led into YouTube. Yeah. So, uh, it, I don't know. I can't even remember how long ago now it's been. When I was a kid, I had a, uh, I was, I was a, in a baseball family. And uh, we went to we went to different parks and stuff. And they got me this. My mom and stepdad got me this little detector before I was old enough to play. 
and it said bullseye. It was white with an aluminum shaft and had a green coil and had a hole in the middle. It said bullseye. And I would go around under the bleachers and find coins and I'd go to the concession stand with what I found because okay. I figured that was the only way I could have, you know, I could get what I want since my mom wasn't giving me no more money because I'd spend it all. So I got this, however much it cost. I probably wasn't seven or eight years old. And uh, my stepdad taught me how to use it. And then, then I got older and then I started playing baseball. And then once you become a, a regular kid and a teenager, unless, you know, it's something that's in your face every day, you're going with the crowd. So I was playing sports, hanging out with my friends, doing all that stuff, getting ready, going to college. And then uh, had been working at Belterra where we work, where Nick and I work, casino. And uh, it, all of a sudden I had this, uh, my buddy Rick decided that he was wanting to pick up a metal detector. And I was like, Hey, you know what? I'll uh, get on Amazon and I'll help you get one. So he's like, okay. And we got in there, we started looking and he seen this ACE 350 that was a bundle pack and he got it rather reasonable. Well, if you know my buddy, Rick, he buys something. I'm like, man, that's pretty nice. And then six months later, he doesn't want it anymore. So when he decided he didn't want it anymore, he says, Hey, do you want to buy this? So I picked it up and then I got it. And then all of a sudden I found out that Nick had a detector in the back of his truck. And I'm like, Hey, what do you do with that detector in the back of your truck? And he's like, Oh, we like, I go with my uncle. You'd like, you probably like to meet him. So Kurt, our, our third uh, that we go with, we went out and started hanging out with him. And then I was back immediately hooked again. It was like, it never left my mind. Went out okay. and picked up a, an $800 detector the next week I ordered it. And then uh, it's, we've, it's been on since then. So probably, I don't know, five, six, seven years, something like again. Cool. And what so about you? Just, uh, you just, uh, yeah, you just broke the thousand mark on YouTube? I do what? You just broke the thousand mark on YouTube? A few months back, yeah. It was, uh, I had a really strange hit for a while there. And, and it came from, you know, because you can look at your analytics and you can kind of tell where everything comes from. Yep. I've been hanging out with, uh, watching, a live stream that uh, metal detecting Malaysia was in. And, uh, and then shortly thereafter, I hit like a 200 subscriber spike and it all happened within like four days. Yep. And it was, it, we were just sitting there watching it because you could just sit there and you could watch it happen. Mm -hmm. Didn't know why, because it did, you know, because the analytics don't process for, you know, a week or two sometimes. Right. And then it, all it had was a live stream and had, and I seen his channel name in that live stream and I don't even remember what it was for. Uh, but he comes in and watches every now and again. And then, then the, the subscribers went from like 760 to, to 1010, something like that. And then, uh, then the next thing, you know, I do a live stream with FL Thunder digging with Rob and, uh, my view hours spiked on that. I don't, I don't understand because <laughs> all of a sudden you get a video and you have no, it's the same as everything else you've done. And all of a sudden it go, it takes off. So that's how that all happened all at once. And it was like, wow, you know, it was like, you know, we were talking about, hey, you know, those were goals. We set goals in order to better ourselves. And next thing you know, my goals were met and it wasn't even July, you know what I'm saying? And it was like, wow, I've met my goals. Now I got to create new ones. Yep. <laughs> how long have you been, you been, you been doing YouTube? Um, three years almost. Yeah. Okay. Excellent. Yeah, it's doing pretty good for three years. Yeah, I started, I really started out, I mean, uh, because my mother was so interested in what I found, but she was elderly, so I was just taking pictures and stuff with my phone, and then I was dropping it off, 
And then like Nick and I got talking about videoing and YouTubing and we started doing that. I just made a video in my backyard one day and I put it on YouTube and then my mom watched it. And it was like, you know, when you got to, you know, she's not leaving the house much. She's, you know, in, in her early eighties now, 79. And then it worked out really good. And then we just, we just went at it. And once you get started on something, I'm the same as Nick. I'm a, I'm an enthusiast. Once I get going, I don't quit until I get what I want. So I don't know what I want now. I got to figure it out, but I'm, I'm having a blast. <laughs> it's great. All the people you meet. I, I think all my friends are YouTubers now. You know, <laughs> and we were talking about that earlier and I do want to say that every single person that I've ran into this year from that I've met in here, every last one of them has been absolutely awesome. I couldn't, I, I couldn't think of anybody else that I would rather hang out with and the exact personalities that I meet within this community. You know, Kay Madison, she is absolutely a doll. I, I love her to death. I can't wait to get back to Texas and spend time with her. Uh, you know, Robert Clark at Phil Thunder, he was fantastic. Everybody at Flash Bash. I felt like, you know, Colin Metal, Heavy Meadow was like, I felt like he was my brother. I mean, that's how close that I felt when I met him. Uh, and then, you know, and then JP and Benzo, which was some of the guys that I most came to Flash Bash besides Ed to hang out with because those are the guys that I talk to the most. And they're, right. they feel like they feel like family. I mean, they, every single person that we had come across feels that way. Tanner, Scuba Sonia, those two. Uh, gosh, ever since I've met both of them, they've been, you know, like my brother and my sister. I mean, it, it's just that's just to name a few. And then there's Marlon for Mayor Videos. Because Marlon's the one that pushes me so much. He in the beginning, he the earlier this year, he's like, "You ought to do this. You ought to try this. If you want to do this, then you should do this." And stayed with me. He's like, "Hey, he would he would call me on the telephone. Hey, such and such is live. Get on the computer. Oh, okay, you know." And so those those people there are the ones that I think the most out most of right now because they're the ones that and they all feel like family and I and I love them all. Every one of them is great. Second that. Second that. Yo, and not, not to mention Deej, we had, I hung out with Deej during Flash Bash, her and Don, we were down there in the creek together playing like, you know, like four green rookies, not knowing what the heck was going on, but we all hung out in the river that day and, and the creek that day, and we, we had a blast, you know, what little, the gold that we found was fantastic, we were stoked, it was, it was so much fun, now granted, the difference between, you know, gold panning and metal detecting is, Metal detecting feels like more instant gratification. You know, right. find a signal, you dig it, you got something good. Gold panning right. feels like work. It, it, it feels like, <laughs> you know, it feels like if you got to want to get it, because you know what, I got to admit, I woke up, I woke up Sunday a little stiff, and I know Nick probably did too. Yeah. Yes, prospecting is work. Definitely is. It could be very yeah. rewarding though. That's the that's the kicker. That's where that gold fever sets in, right? Yeah. Well, see, yeah. Here, here's. The way I look at it, when you're metal detecting, that's a whole different thing because you're finding something that was lost, right? You're recovering something that was lost. When you're go prospecting for gold, you're finding something that's never been seen before. You're finding some something of value that's new wealth, pretty much. You know, you, you look at it as new wealth because it's actually new wealth coming into the world, right? Just take it out of the or the water. 
So yeah, that, that's a difference. Again, and melee texting is instant gratification, and, and there's nothing wrong with that. We all like some instant gratification, but we also like the 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 the. Uh, well, yeah, I I can understand. You know, a day of prospecting and very little color or skunk compared to a day prospecting, and you got a flash in your pan every time. You know. That makes a big difference. It's like, oh man, all that work for nothing, but I had a great time with my buddies, or yeah, I had a great time, and look at this gold, yeah. Definitely want to get the gold, that's for sure. <laughs> but you know, the, the hunt is, is fun too. You, you gotta love the hunt, you know. If you don't love the hunt, then what's the point? Oh yeah, it's all the. I I think a lot of it with all of us is the thrill of the hunt or the right. thrill of the chase, you know. Now it's that moment that you discover that you know that you've got something good in front of you that you found. That right. moment, that 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 little bit of adrenaline and excitement, you know, it's just it's an it's an it's an unrepeatable feeling until you find the next thing. You know, it's not like anything else. It's not like your your kids being born. That's a total different kind of special. But finding something that you know has real value, especially to you, but you know, is is treasure and it's it's right there and it, you found it. No matter how you found it, it's like yes, man, yeah. That means everything I did all day is worthwhile. Right, and I'm not. You know, I'm not saying that 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 lost treasure found is not gratifying because it is. Yeah. You know, and it's instant gratification. But at the same time, it can be long term gratification because after you find it, now you want to look up the history. Yeah. Now right. you want to true. Now you want to figure out like like with with Rose. Well, what is that? What is this thing I just found? I know it's really cool, but what is it? You know, so again. Instant gratification plus some research and, and, and find out more and more about what you found. Yeah, go, Richie, Richie go. just said it there uh, with metal detecting. Those are the surprise finds that blow you away. How the hell did that get there? Right. And, uh, the day that Nick found that Chinese coin and we thought it was a we thought it was a washer at first. And he's like, I think I see some kind of in, inscription on this. And we looked over and we started looking and I'm like, dude, that's and he's like, and then he, all of a sudden he was like, hey, this has got writing, you know, and then and then he was looking at it and we were sitting at the car, you know, just the moment, just not knowing. And then, you know, trying to bring stuff up on your phone while you're sitting out on the, and it was, how cold was it that day? It was probably 25 degrees. It, it, I mean, it was cold. It was right after we chipped through the ice two weeks before that. So, yeah, I mean, we, we were freezing to death, sitting out there looking at this, you know, this coin with wet hands and stuff. And, and you know what? And it didn't matter. We were going to sit there until we kind of figured out something. And then he's, and then we started looking at the coins and how similar they all were. And then he's like, I'm going to have to do this at home. So I was like, well, as soon as you figure it out, let me know. Right. Yeah. How, uh, how close are you guys together? Uh, I live about, as a crow flies, about seven miles, but road-wise, it's about 20-something. I have to cross the river into Indiana. You guys work together? Is that how you guys met each other? Well, yeah, that's exactly how we met each other. Actually, when they went to hire him that that day, I, I you know there was another guy that interviewed before him, and what was funny was is that I wanted to hire the other guy. I didn't get a chance to, <laughs> and uh, 
the other guy would come in was he did a lot of what I did before. And I was like, man, I, I, I would like to have this guy. And then uh, the other lead on my shift at the time was like, no, he's like, dude, I'm telling you, we need to hire this one. And, and you know, Tony Masterio, I know you're not out here today, but you were right. Made the right choice. <laughs> Thanks, man. It wasn't my call. <laughs> <laughs> that may have had some sarcasm behind it. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? It, it would have been it would have been the biggest mistake of a hire that I ever made. Making me blush, man. It's not hard to make <laughs> blush, but you're making me blush. Uh, we uh, have a question from Deej, uh, but you might want to think about this because our friend. Ohio Relic Hunter wants to see, um, oh no, that was Gold Pro Unlimited wants you to show your favorite treasure porn find. And our friend, mutual friend Deej, uh, how did you like gold panning with us at Flash Bash? I know I you blast. touched that a little, but. I had a blast gold panning, you know what? The running the dredge and uh and 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 digging out this you know up under this bank where we had found a little don was in there first and nick and i came in after the fact and he was down in there working so we just kind of helped him trying to get his you know to get his remnants ready to pan out and so we worked at it for a good while he got tired and and went through there and he found uh, a good little bit of gold and uh we were sitting there looking at it and then they kind of went on their way down where Deej was at, she was off by herself down the way a little bit. And then Nick and I just sit there and we worked at it for, oh, I don't know, the rest of the day, the rest of the afternoon. And got, I, I didn't weigh it or anything like that, but I got, you know, a bunch of little pieces of gold. Nick got quite a few just picking up pans. You know, he, he was just picking up, you know, where we were digging out. He was in there getting a pan full here and he would sit there and pan it out and got really good at it. That was, that was a blast. And somebody asked about a favorite find. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I got a, I got a melted Spanish half real that I can't get a date off of. Um, we got this field that we go back to that there was a, there really isn't anything recorded about it. The only thing we know was that there was a, a female owner of the place in the early 1800s, and uh, and that's it. We don't know where the house was, but you know where we've been digging. And we've been digging down there for two years now. And every time we go down there, something else comes out of the ground within that vicinity. This last year, after in this area that we had hammered, I mean, absolutely, you know, dug signal after signal. Uh, this little Spanish half real comes out of the ground at about eight and a half inches. And uh, it's melted. I can't tell what it is. And, you know, I know it's silver. And then I get back to the car and I put a scope on it and I can, and I can see the the some of the symbols from the back of a real and then i about died and uh then we found one number on it but the rest of it's illegible it's probably my favorite find it's my most historic find my best find is probably i found uh in a yard with a mobile home on it i found a uh, 14 karat gold ring with six diamonds in it uh over a quarter carat uh, top and it's absolutely beautiful it got appraised at about 1500 I was going to sell it, and then I just kept it. Yeah. Hard to let go of those treasures. Dude, that gold right. ring came out of the ground. It was it was so hot and dry, and the ground was just so compacted inside of it. And then one wipe, and this thing looked like a, looked like it came off the showroom floor. 
I mean, that's how it looked coming out of that clump. It was, uh, I posted several videos of it on one on TikTok and stuff like that. I, I that was the only time I about actually, I, I couldn't hold the camera still when I was recording because I was freaking out because I'd never found gold before. That was my first time finding gold. And, uh, you, if that, if that day was to match in the creek, I would never come out of the creek, honestly. <laughs> uh, yeah. We, yeah, I know that feeling. Metal <laughs> uh, detecting is a lot of fun. I've, my experience with metal detecting is limited. Uh, you know, I started off with a 350. Uh, wound up with a monster and my wife's got a, a 18 max, you know, and uh, again, <laughs> you know, one of, these, one of these weekends, we're gonna, we're gonna hit the fairgrounds, get it hard. Yeah, that's the, that, that's the thing. You never know where something good's gonna come out of the ground. You have no idea. We just try to get in spots that we're looking for the history. I mean, we want, we want the older stuff. That's the stuff that attracts us. Uh, if, you know, if somebody's been in the area longer then we want to be there. Um, that's the goal. And we try to, we try, every time we go out, we try to do that every now and again, we go on a clad hunt or whatnot, just to, you know, just to see how much money we can find. But the park we go to basically is, uh, uh, it, you know, it's, it had houses on it in the mid 1800s. So, there's always that opportunity. And if we didn't have the opportunity for something old, we might not go. Yeah, digging clad can get old, but I mean, it's definitely a go-to. That's when it becomes work. When you dig 700 pennies in one day. <laughs> <laughs> or a hundred pull tabs. Yeah. Definitely dig those. Bottle caps, pole tabs. Yeah. And I'm finding out in my yard the little springs that come off of wooden clothespins. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, uh, oh, I, I guess I shouldn't say it was your yard I found that in, huh, Dana? Dana's permission I, underneath the clothesline. I did find a lot of those stinking wires, though, <laughs> but I did find a silver quarter there. Yeah. My, my damn camera wasn't working right, so I was getting noise from my gimbal. Ah. But, oh, well. How are you tonight? Uh, we uh, wish you a happy birthday earlier, Wes. Uh, but happy birthday. And those, those freebie candies that I got from that order I got from, those were good. I like that candy. It's pretty good. Hey Ed, real quick, I had I had I had something that I was really curious about. Sure. What is uh if you uh, join your little join setup here and get the little green logo, what what do you get for that when you join? I I've never joined one or anything like that. I see that on yours, so I'll just ask it. Uh well, nothing spectacular yet. Um on on my youtube channel you get some emojis you get listed in a scrolling marquee on the top or bottom one of the two 
uh, and there's two tiers. Uh, then uh, private live streams, um, where it's a lot like Open Line Tuesday, but I open it up for the members and they could uh, join and give me feedback or criticism or whatever, you know. Uh, then I have chan uh, page memberships also at my website. There you get rewards uh, for there's different tiers there and there you'll get rewards. Eventually I'd like to do that on the YouTube channel uh, membership also but you know it's a lot of work with a full-time job and all this I'm not telling no one anything they don't know already uh, along with you you know it's finding the time to do it <laughs> oh, absolutely. or making the time to do it yeah I mean that's it if you if you have the time for it YouTube can be really rewarding um, I had a lot of evenings where all I did was sit and watch a lot of TV, and, and now I don't. I work on this. I work on everything here. I work on, you know, at least at least for an hour or two in the evening, and, and it's my it's my relaxation time. If it wasn't, I wouldn't do it at all. If it started to stress me out, I'd turn it off, just like the right. TV. Uh, that's why I stopped looking at my analytics so much, you know, because... I don't want to become a job. I want to keep it fun. And personally, that's why, to be totally honest, <laughs> that's why a lot of my stuff is in editing still because I, I got to a point where it was a chore to get videos out right after I did the filming and stuff and have about within a couple of days, a week out of max. And even though I liked editing, I do like editing. It just got to a point where it was too much like work. Where I, I, I love live streaming and you live stream, Deej live stream, anyone who live streams knows it's not as easy as it appears. <laughs> and, yeah. and especially if if you want to make it into a show like you have and Deej has or Liz from Digging Canuck or Matt from Gone Digging instead of like a cookie cutter panel or even Marlon, him and Tripwire put on a good show. Um, and, and that's a chore, but it's that instant gratification, you know, like seeing a silver pop and pop out of a plug or or a nugget in your pan smiling at you you know i i have yes i'm selfish this way sorry i i love the instant gratification from the live chat and the interaction with the live chat i love it i feed off of it yeah i gotta say that that's uh that's becoming an addiction because, you know, before you can ask, you can ask Nick, when I filmed a video before, 
I don't think I ever, I don't think I ever put my face on a single video for a long time. It was probably a year or two. You know, it was just behind the camera and talking to the talking to the plug or the or who or whomever I was speaking to. I never put my face out at all on camera. And and the live streaming has really changed the way I feel about how I make a video. All you know, and it's the fun part about the live streaming is, is that when people, it's not, it, it's it's when the people come back and tell you that they enjoyed it, you know, that they enjoyed who you had on, and a lot, and most ninety percent of the people that I invite to the stream are people that I watched, that I learned something from, and that I were curious about, you know, and I have, it, it, it's more about wanting, you know, to get to know that person a little bit more intimately, you know, and, and picking their brain a little bit to be a better treasure hunter. Uh, and at the same time, you know, I mean, it's it's turned into I've, I've learned so much from different people. And then now I'm, I'm I want to go out, you know, learning from them is great. Now it's turned into I'm I'm actually fiending getting out and meeting all these new people. When we came and seen you, when I went and seen Kay, went and seen Rob this summer, you know, I, uh got some you know that are planned for this fall probably I'm, I'm still supposed to dig with Deej and Don me and Nick are you know I, that's what I look forward to now those are like you know that's like my new family trips and stuff like that that it's not with my with my wife and my son it's getting out and getting to see somebody collaboration is probably the, the most fun thing that we've done so I like it and I'm gonna I'm definitely gonna power through and keep doing it cool so you know I you, we have people in here that 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 aren't really metal detectorists, but probably want to get into it. Because I've seen a couple of comments where, uh, you know, I I'd like to get a metal detector and I want to get into it. One of the one of the things that's that I feel is important is learning how to do research on areas that you can you can uh, metal detect. Uh, you know, learning your, your your ordinances and your local laws on metal detecting. Uh, Nick, you said when you started, you went with your uncle who had lots of permissions already, or had permissions, right? What What are some of the things that you guys? This is for both of you. What are some of the things that you guys do to try to lo locate good spots to metal detect? You know, other than you know, like farmer fields or even houses. I mean, what what What's your process of doing that? You want to go first or you want me to go first? Uh, go ahead, bro. So when we go through like a town, I'm always looking at structures of the house. So you can tell how old a house is by what its foundation is. Uh, little things like what's the roof made of? What's the siding on it? And uh, one thing that really stands out to me is how many doors it has on the front of the house. If you got two doors on the front of the house, that's an old that's an old house and it might be worth knocking um, and it takes a special kind of person to be able to step on someone else's property knock on their door and ask them if they could dig their yard because what they hear is you're a stranger standing in front of me wanting to go around my property with my stuff especially during the whole covid thing and dig holes in my yard right. and some people are like i don't care go for it and other people are like back where you came from boy you know like get out of here so you you got to be that that special social butterfly that just doesn't care in order to get places like that 
So what, I mean, what, uh, what, what, uh, other than just, you know, driving around an area, are there, are there any things that you, any research you do before you get to a certain area, like um, any of the old maps or anything like that, anything that's going to help you with some of the history even? That's definitely Shane. Let him answer that one. <laughs> so uh, let's just use our area, for example. Our area, uh, there is a very widely published uh, set of maps from 1883. Um, several companies came through and, and made these maps. One was an insurance company. Uh, a lot of it was for the government and stuff at the time. So these maps are very, you know, these towns show up on these maps. If you look for them the right way, you can find them. Um, so, you know, we are always looking for the congregation of the oldest properties in town, where they, where they, where it's centered from. So like if we pick a new town to go to, we center there and then we kind of spread our work our way out from there. As far as everything else goes, uh, a lot of times we'll use historic aerials to get up to look at, because a lot of structures did not fall down until later on or it didn't get knocked down. So if we have a property like that's in the country that's on the on the 1883 map or the 1838 or whatever map, we go back on the historic area, look where the house is now and see if we can locate structure from before. And then so if we're on a farm that's 40 acres, we filter towards the, where the structures were at back when. So 1939, 1940s, our first aerial photos. Uh, all the old newspapers around here, uh, they're all online. You know, as far as finding out stories and stuff about the areas where we go, Kurt's really good at that. He's not on here today. He, he doesn't come on very much at all, but he's really good at finding tidbits and, and how to find, you know, certain pieces of information about things that we're looking for. Currently, we're looking for this racetrack, which we found. It's a horse track that's in Kentucky. And uh, there was a county fair here, and he found pictures and stuff like that from the turn of the century. That, and I don't even know how he found them because I've been researching the exact same stuff and he comes up with article after article after article, you know, just to mention here what not there and and it. So, you know, it takes it takes more than one person a lot of times and we all kind of would kind of come together and agree on things and then if we go out door knocking he's the one that knocks on the door because he has no fear of anything. Uh, I get a little anxiety over it Nick does the same, but uh, we just got a kind of a, a rhythm and a plan that we go by. And then some days we just go driving and look, you know, and, and looking for structure. So it just depends on how we feel. You guys had any scary encounters with uh, knocking on the door? Anybody pull a gun on you, anything like that? Never had a gun pulled. Um, I've been I've been pointed at and just told to turn around before I spoke. Um, <laughs> you know, and, and, I, and, I, and I agree with Kurt. The, the main thing that he tries to do is he tries to establish, you know, some form of responsibility. Hey, I'm, my name is Kurt. I used to be a postmaster. Hey, I worked in this area in such and such time. Um, I was in the military. I'm a respectable guy. Hey, look, you can trust me. So what I'm going to ask you might be a little bit of a strange question. And then, uh, and usually one of his topics gets a little conversation going, and then he starts building a, a slight bit of rapport. He's like, hey, I'm a, I'm a history hunter. This is why we want to look in this yard and, and so on and so forth. Here's the reasons why. And sometimes he'll show a picture. Sometimes he doesn't. And, and more times than not, he gets more permissions than Nick or I do. Uh, just because he's really got that part of it figured out. We're just, we're beginners at it. We get told no. We, we take no as the answer and we tuck our tail and go. Sometimes he'll keep having conversation until he gets what he wants. He's really good at it. 
I guess that's what you need. Somebody with a mouth, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's almost a sales tactic. You know, it's, it's almost like door-to-door -door sales. Well, you have yeah, to, to sell yourself, yeah, Rose. Yeah, yeah. what you're doing. Learn how to deal with rejection appropriately. You know, if they say no and they tell you to scram, you scram, which it can it can hurt. It can it can it can feel bad to be told no sometimes, especially if they're rude about it. So it's not. Well, here's, the, here's the trick to that, Rose. When they tell you to, to leave, no, leave. Hand them one of your cards, anyways. Yeah. Yep. Hand them a card, anyways. Yep. Well, if you change your mind, here you go. You know, you might. Uh, do you ever do you ever use the uh, the guys of, uh, of helping them look for, do you ever lose anything in your yard? We help you find it. Yeah, we offer, we definitely offer. Yep. You guys had in, uh, the, the opportunity to recover anything for somebody? Yeah, Nick and I got called a couple of times to, uh, to go out and look for a, a wedding ring that somebody got mad and threw. Uh, that was just word of mouth through work. Um, we were we we were door knocking one day and we got asked to look for a ring in this yard. The last time, one of the last permissions that Nick and I got, the lady basically told us that there was some gold lost in her yard and where to kind of look. We didn't find it, but um, you know that's one of the things. And I was talking to Rob uh, FL Thunder digging with Rob, and I was talking to him, and they got a club down there. It's called Ring Finders, and you can call it, and a metal detector will show up and look for whatever you've lost. And they don't accept payment, but they take donations. And they, he said that they fund their club meals and stuff just by that that service and, and, and advertising it a little bit. So it's Great. probably something we should do here. Yeah. Yeah. You say ring finders? Yeah, it's down there in Tampa in that area. I'm, I'm not really exactly sure. It's called ring finders as part of their metal detecting club. And that's how they pay for events. Uh, yeah. I, I believe Josh from from oh shoot bill help me um shoot what's his radio show's name <laughs> josh yeah. kimmel he's oh, been uh, on our ghost our show a couple of times yeah oh i know you yeah <laughs> beyond sight and sound he's part of ring finders right so I think ring finders is kind of all over the all over the country, isn't it? I believe it, I, I believe you can register. You can just. I I believe so. Uh, certain detectors have certain territories or something like that. Right. But it's uh, it's um. Thanks, Bill. Uh, you have to go through their their vetting process. They do have a better, not just anybody can go be involved in that. So, you know, they don't want, they don't want Joe Blow riffraff coming in and just start, you know, finding rings for people and not turn them in. So, yeah, it's, it's a, they, they do uh, vet you in there. Oh, that sounds bad. We, we, we talked about doing something like that. I mean, we think that'd be great just, just to get out and get a chance. It breaks the ice about going somewhere to hunt, you know, if they right. let you keep everything else that you find. Definitely. Again, that's a sales pitch you got to come up with. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah, it's all a sales pitch, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and you know, and speaking of sales pitches, I just wanted to say this Thursday night when we do our live stream at nine o'clock, we're going to uh, 
take some time and and really uh, give some give Marlon Mayor Video some thanks for uh, for prodding and poking and kind of you know pushing us to be within the community a little bit more. Uh, that's why I chose to have him on this week. Uh, let everybody get to know some of the personal side of Marlon because he's a fantastic guy. Uh, he's he's well put together. And, you know, he's really good at motivation and he's really good at grouping people together and making everybody feel comfortable. And I want everybody to see the other side of him. And that's why he's going to be on our show Thursday. And uh, I just want just to basically say thanks to the man that that really gave me a big push and helped me a lot, you know, in this adventure. And I, I couldn't have, I wouldn't have done what I've done the last six months without him. So that's what the big thing this week. We're really going to say thanks i don't want to sit here and kiss anybody's butt all night but you know I, we're gonna pay him his due uh i think marlon's a great asset to the community his philosophy off the air about what he thinks about how this community works and then ties it into the business side of what he thinks youtube is he, he makes some really some really good sense and and how you go about it and and you know what i am we emulate what he does on, on his Sunday meet and greet. We, we, we copy a good portion of it, do what we have to do to make it our own. But it, a lot of the idea came from right there, you know, with, from what he had going on. And then a little bit of uh, Liz on Sunday morning, you know, uh, and then the history, Jersey history hunters, their live stream was always, you know, one that we watched. This live stream has always been huge. Um, you know, the, the Hunter GT is another one that we really, you know, just like because he was able to keep an audience going, you know, just with himself. You know, there's all things that you learn from everybody in here and, and, and you just kind of take it in and you make it something. But we're really going to give some thanks to Marlon on Thursday and try to, you know, just just to sh just so he knows that he's appreciated. That's cool. So you mentioned earlier that when you first started doing videos and stuff, you were always behind the camera, never in front. Uh, now that you're in front, you realize people are going to be coming up to you and going, I know who you are. They're going to be, you're, you're, you're going to have no idea who's talking to you, but they're going to know everything about you. Now, how's so, that happened to you yet? Has that happened to you yet? What's really strange is it's not really happened so much, um, like out and about. But it's there's certain people uh, like uh, Nick and I went over to uh, we went over to fix a light switch for one of Nick's friends that's close to my family. And uh, his girlfriend was the only one at the house that day. And she's like, hey, uh, we watch you guys every Thursday, you know, and you're like, what, what, what? <laughs> you know, there's so many people that never speak in the chat that you don't ever see. You know, you got maybe 15 or 20 people out of 45 or 50 that's talking. You don't know who's all in there. And then every now and again, somebody will say, hey, I watched you on Thursday night. Really? Well, why didn't you say something so I could, you know, say, hey, you know, and acknowledge that you were there. But and that part's kind of cool. But it's been mostly local folk. Yeah, well, you know, you know, like with us, by the time the show ends tonight, even though we've only got what do we got in the chat room right now? 50 uh, 53. 53. By the end of the by the end of the uh, the show. We'll have over 100 people have watched the show, you know, sometimes even 200 more that have actually been watching the show right along, but not in the chat room. And I think some of that is because they're not, they don't have a YouTube channel. You can watch YouTube, but you can't chat if you don't have a channel. Right. 
So you get a lot of that. Uh, and then you also got people like our buddy, Two Toes, who just likes to listen, don't like to come in and chat. You know, we have a few of those. Or they're working or, yeah, there is, we got uh, people that are, I think uh, um, the other end is probably working right now, but could be listening. Oh, you know, yeah. that's, the, that's part of the motivation, right? You may see the number of people in here and they don't all talk. So deep down inside, you know, somebody's in here just because they want to hear what you have to say. Or like Patrick think, Morris, just lurking. And like yeah. you said, want to hear what you're talking about. And Absolutely. So, so we know that, and that's why we like to call them out sometimes. You know, we know they're there. You know, we know Tito's is listening. We know Jeff is listening when he can. And, uh, Topcat's probably listening to but busy doing something else. He's listening. Yeah, I'm sure he is. You know, and, and we like to say hi to those guys too. Especially when we know they're listening. There's, there, yeah. there's West Coast Gold Prospect. How's it going, Damon? Damon yeah, and there's yeah. a, and then the other thing we do is, is that you know, it's it's here lately. I've just been, you know, I've been copy and paste and chat for for giveaways. You know, to have a giveaway race, and then that way that trying to coerce people that don't normally talk to speak, so I can see the new name. You know, and it and it doesn't happen. A lot of them will sit there and not even enter a race or, you know, whatever for a chance that it's something, you know, a, a decent little prize. Right. And it, it's, and see, there's a, there's a few of them talking now that I didn't see talking earlier, Cheryl Lammy or whatever her name is. I never, I didn't see her speak this amethyst. So right. I, it's kind of cool if they, if they eventually say hi or whatnot, but you know, you just don't know who else is in here. And that's, that's kind of fun too. Right. Cheryl's she's a lawyer. <laughs> no, I love it. I know they're here, and we love that they're sitting there listening. Uh, we like it when they chat with us, but they don't have to. Right. We love you regardless. Yes, that's right. Hey, Patrick Moore, we we knew you were there. You know, if that guy right there would make more videos, he would have the bit one of the bigger followings on YouTube. Dog Star Blazer Carlos, that dude right there. If he when he puts his mind to making a video, he does great. I think he's only made like one or two videos, but he did a fantastic job when he made the one that he made. I wish he would put out more content. He finds some amazing stuff in New York. Yeah, I I believe it was him who said, or was it Brooklyn found a Confederate button at Coney Island? No, I think it was Brooklyn. <laughs> uh, good good carlos i can't wait to see some new videos brother Ooh, well, cool. we appreciate you coming and checking out our show too definitely yeah well well you know i lurk in here a lot there's a lot of times i don't chat i'll turn it on when i'm when i'm piddling it you know make, editing a video and just listen to it in the background and uh, that, you know, Tuesday night is one of my nights that I'm doing most of getting ready for Thursday and then editing a video for the following Monday. So I don't come in and chat, but I'll sit and listen to a lot on this one here. Uh, digging with Deej, I listen to her a lot, just, and I don't even get in there and comment very much. I mean, say hi most sometimes, but I'll, you know, you're right. I Sometimes you just want to sit and listen and enjoy. Sure. Hey, one more pan. What's up? And speaking of Top Cat, there he is. Hey, brother. Yo, 
They hear their name and go, what they say about me? <laughs> <laughs> and if you want to listen to the show while you're at work, listen to the replay. You can always catch us at Anchor FM and Spotify. Um, catch us as a podcast. Uh, it helps the workday go by. Also, don't forget to share, guys. We, we like Karen. Like and share. Yeah, the share is a big thing. Hey, you right. know, when, you, when your videos and stuff do well, it's usually because of somebody else that shared it. So if anybody has the time to share that, I I, I really would appreciate a share more than just about anything. Yep. Yep, shares are good. All right, top chat. Chat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <coughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, we've missed Spider Ace around here. It's always good to see you and your better half, Richard. Actually, I'll be having a couple packages heading towards that part of Washington. Actually, both of you are in the room right now. Otis, you'll be getting a package and Spider Ace. Oh, wow. The Magnetic Squatch, Jason. Awesome, thank you so Thanks much. Thanks for the super that chat. That's a great live stream on Friday nights. Yeah, that is a hoot. He, dude, goes all out for that live. He puts a lot into his channel, and he's definitely earned the support that he receives. For sure. Hey, Magnetic Squatch, really, we feel honored that you guys would even want to come and hang out with us. Uh, you know, so, hey, it's our pleasure to be here for you. And we just like hanging out. Definitely ditto to that, Jesse. And it's Great, you know, I, I love seeing our guests end up becoming part of the Flash fam and joining us week after week. Yep. We need to get Spider Ace prospecting on. <laughs> I, I know it's early there in Washington State now, though. Uh, they're three hours behind us. Just had a couple more videos come out himself so he's just recently put out some content if you guys haven't checked it out yet a lot of great channels check out everybody if you like what you see don't hesitate to show support for them definitely oh, holy toledo Oh, I, I, I'm going to cry like Shane did the other week. Oh, man. Good, good thing your face is already hit, Ed. I, I'm tearing up. I, I'm looking for my nuclear blast, and I can't find it. Man. Oh, yeah, super chat. Oh, my God. Richard. Richard. 
Journey, tell your dad I won't be into work tomorrow, honey. No, I'm just kidding, Nate. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Wow. You you know. Oh, I, I'm speechless. I'm speechless. Hello, and Mud and Relic Reaper, Mel Detecting. Hi, Ann. Hey, uh, let me talk a little bit about Relic Reaper Metal Detecting. My friend sure Don, um, Blue Ash, Kentucky, that or Ohio, I'm sorry, just right up the road from us. He's getting ready to score him a new detector. He's going to, he puts out some decent content. What a nice guy. He supports the community. I see him everywhere supporting everyone. Don, thank you uh, for every one of us. We appreciate you showing up and hanging out with us. What a great guy. I was laughing. I was laughing at Otis's comment to Richard. <laughs> the one about new ink cartridge. Oh my God. I'm still blown away, Richard. Man. All of you. And Damon, thank you, buddy. Thank you. Oh man. Thanks for the I, I, I'm super glad chat. you guys can't see me right now. I I'm all flustered. Yeah, it's it's nuts, isn't it? When you start losing your train of thought, you can't talk, and you don't know what to say because somebody's putting an amount of money out there to donate to your cause, and it it's tough. I know. What what do you say? I mean, it, it takes my breath and makes my heart dance, and you know, I uh, I'm at a loss for words. I know that's. Thank you, and, and being like, look, I'll put this towards the channel. I'll do whatever I can to to keep building the channel for you. But uh, a, a thank you. I think exactly what you should say. Absolutely. Uh, you know, Ohio Ohio Relic Hunter tells you that you know, you <laughs> and you feel it, brother. You deserve it one hundred percent. And you know what? When you have something that's consistent, and you put much time and effort as you do into the community. It's it's a it's a great reward to get something back every now and again and like somebody's showing you appreciation and uh you should smile and be happy. That's oh, why I I, I'm smiling and you know just I I love it just that the community's here. You guys are with me. Uh Dano, Jesse, Rose, you're with me week after week. Uh Nick and Shane, guys like you join us week after week. And if it wasn't for all of them and you guys, what would we be? We'd be another panel, a cookie cutter panel, talking about things. And all of you is what makes the show Dogster. Oh, man. You're gonna do it, guys. I think you're gonna make them cry. You know. Oh, oh yeah, super chat. You know, it's not every day that everybody will just, you know, put up their time and sit and watch six people, you know, sit and BS for an hour or two. Uh, you know, when they when it comes down to that, they really like it and they're here every week and they continually show you support. And then, and like I say, when they want to show you that with a with a little bit of money every now and again, it makes you feel like what you've done is worth something, and it, it's cool. Oh wait, I I I I have to show my face for a minute because one more pan's gonna get something. He brought it up. 
I, I have to do a prospector yeehaw and a happy dance. Um, oh, man. Oh, man. So, you know, the, the money is awesome. Oh, 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 my earbuds are pulling my ears out. I got to do a happy dance. Yeah. Happy dance, happy dance. So, <laughs> The money that people give us, give the show, helps the show out a lot, and, and it's, it's most definitely appreciated. But I think the thing that really that really keeps us going is when people say, "Great show, we really enjoyed the show tonight." That's what that's what makes it go. I'm coming back next week and do it again. You know, you know the money's great and it helps with the show without a doubt. You know, not, never going to turn that away. But when the people come by or, or they message you, man, that was a good show last night. You know, uh, you really loved your guest or you guys did a good job or whatever. That's what brings you back to next week. That's what makes it go, oh, it's Tuesday. Let's do it again. You know, you know that's that's the part. <laughs> Willie, Willie. <laughs> Sorry, Willie. Uh, slow, deep breaths and think about gold. Nothing but gold. Nuggets. Nuggets. Thanks, Willie. Oh, my God. Oh. Oh. Man. I don't work the price of admission watching Ed. <laughs> I missed it. Dang it. I'm watching my Zoom. Oh man. Yeah, I had to I dropped my camera down real quick to make sure I could see it. <laughs> gold gold. Oh jeez. Uh, <laughs> that last time to bust a move, Ed. Richard. Oh man, Richard. Too bad I don't have a full blown view. See me do a moonwalk. Ed, Ed, you're gonna give me a good birthday this weekend, aren't you? <laughs> oh my god. Judy's probably going, what the hell's going on in there? Ah, <laughs> uh, that's funny. Uh, CPR, anyone? CPR. Ooh. Get your defibrillator out. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Uh, Just don't start stripping yet. You're safe there. One more band. You're safe there. Oh, man. Oh. Even without oh, yeah. all those super chats, the love you all share is very heartwarming very heartwarming and you know, I, i've been around ed when when he's been doing this and goes ah man i don't know is this oh, really yeah. worth it yeah, is this really worth it and then someone will come up to him and i've been around it uh, I've been i'm, around I'm it. about ready to throw in the towel right. just say enough say, someone will come up and say man that was a good show I hope you do more. I want to see some more of this, see some more of that. 
Holy cannoli. Oh. Go will it. Oh. Oh. Uh. Got me flabbergasted. Oh. Oh. There comes Richard back. <laughs> it's getting ugly. Oh, my. Oh. Oh. Oh, my God. I think I'll have no problem seeing my mom in September. <laughs> I think everybody's speechless. Yeah, you got the whole chat, even the chat. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that gets another nuclear bomb in a, oh yeah. That. That, that, that goes beyond a donation. That's love right there, Ed. That's pure love. Oh, yeah. Super chat. You guys are unbelievable. Hey, Otis. Well, this weekend, we're going to be hitting some bedrock and some, some gravel and... Uh... I'm making the boys, I'm making the boys take me out for my birthday. We're gonna go digging. <laughs> We're gonna hit some cracks, right? Yeah. Right in the middle of a JJ land. Yeah, buddy. Thanks, Steven. All of you are totally awesome. Totally awesome. Unbelievable. There's nothing like Richard knows how to enter a room, don't he? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, TA. Uh, first time seeing you here. Welcome. Welcome. You betcha, Bill. Flash fam. Love you all. Mwah. Oh. Yeah, Mark wants me to show. I don't know what shirt he wants. Does he want me to show the gold porn? Gold porn shirt. Yeah, I think I have one right here, actually. Oh, how about that? <laughs> Here, we'll pin you up for this. Is uh, so I'm, I'm putting a, a little piece of gold there on the sleeve on these two. This one doesn't have it yet. Right at the back. I love that shirt. Great idea, Mark. Yeah, no kidding. What a good idea. I think I did a pretty good de design on there, too. Yeah, it pops. It really does pop. It does. <laughs> Ruby goes, well, the letters are cracked. I said, yeah. <laughs> I made them that way. What'd you do that for? Well, because it's a vinyl transfer and they have a tendency to crack, so yeah, might as well look like it's already there. Yeah, <laughs> looks good, Jesse. I like okay. that shirt. I'll show my uh, one I'm working on too. Hang on. <laughs> Bill. <laughs> so here's one that I'm working on. It's not together yet. I tell you, Jason. Here, let me pin you up again. All right. 
And it's, it's a delay, so I don't know when I'm gonna be up there. When are they up there? Okay, so that's one I'm working. That's called a peekaboo shirt. Pretty cool, I think. Yeah, that's some, that's some neat graphics. Hey, what's up? Deep Woods Prospecting. Man. Yeah, that's Bob Marley for those who don't know. <laughs> you never know. You got some youngsters in here. I don't know who that is. Right, right. He didn't hey, yeah. shoot the sheriff. Yeah. Hey. hey, just really quick, Ed, before we go any further today. Hey, I know mm -hmm. there's a, I don't know if everybody in here knows or not, but if you would jump over and uh, give uh, Nick some support on his channel, it might provoke him to finish a few videos. Mm -hmm. He's got several that are in the works. It should be really good to come out. And I, I know that they're being made. You know, you know, a few more, a few more supporters might help him uh, push him along to finish those videos out. Because exactly. I, I haven't seen one in a minute, and I want to see some of his content. So, uh, Mr. Lodak, if you would please get Nick's channel out there, take it on, and might as well throw Shane's channel out there too. Even though I know, I'm sure a lot of you are also uh, members of shane's community over at ohio river history so nick let us know if that works if that works it makes you you know more motivated to edit some more videos do the same for Ed. <laughs> <laughs> uh but links to both channels are down in the description as always uh i always put a link of our guests down in the description um we're going into overtime i appreciate all of you very much joining us this past two hours shane uh, nick it's great seeing you again i can't wait to see you on a field creek or wherever in person again heck yeah um also um all of you, you guys just, I'm surprised my head's still on my shoulder. I, you blow my mind. I, I'm beyond words. I'm beyond words. Um, uh, close to crying, I tell you. Close to crying. Um, and I'm a bitter old man, but close <laughs> to crying. Um i love you all thank you very much next week we're having doug bishop another gentleman i've had the pleasure of meeting on location he's part of the adventures with purpose crew he's a tow truck operator from elite towing out of portland oregon great guy uh should be uh, another great show i'm looking very forward to it thank you jeff um again thank you nick thank you shane as always jesse dano rose i love you three love you all all of you the flash fam 
you are the reason tonight's my favorite night of the week. You're the reason why I stay up till 1 o'clock and still wake up at 4.30. All of you. Love you all more than you'll ever know. And I hope one day. Oh, I can't say that yet. <laughs> Everybody, hope I see you next week with our guest, Doug Bishop from Adventures with Purpose. Until then, may you always have a flash in your pen. And thank you so much again, very much. Did he say it? I missed it. Yeah, yeah. I was waiting on you too, Jess. <laughs> Go ahead, Ross. <laughs> yes, Daniel, you got this. Okay. Well, you know what we say maybe one day too. We'll meet you on the river or a field or someone's or yard. Somewhere. somewhere. Yeah. I was busy watching a reading cat man, and I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I want to make sure I say good night to everybody, especially our LBPA uh, new and old members. Welcome Definitely. to uh, Good night. Lucky Ducky Thomas Vol. Hey, Monty, our local Speedway manager. Good to see you. Everybody, hope to see you next week. Again, thank you all so much for the super chats. Love you all. Good night. See ya. Bye, guys. Bye, folks. Thank you, Amethyst Heavy Meadow. Clash Guitars. Clash been lurking. Thanks, brother. Thank you all. And thank you, Spider. You're awesome. Yeah, you are. We miss you regardless of your ink cartridges. <laughs> hey, Mark, your shirt shall be mailed out in the morning. Got them ready? They're ready to go. Thanks, Carol. Thank you. Right, Patrick. Two weeks, buddy. Two weeks. Is Patrick coming to Big JJ Land? No, he's going to California. I knew that. No, I think he's got to work. Oh, bummer. He's a working man now. He's bringing in that big money. Oh, well. Good boy. Good boy. Todd, yes, buddy. Two weeks. Be ready. <laughs> I wish I was coming, but, you know, mom first. It's going to be hell week. <laughs>